love our new intro outro song from our sound engineer Ronnie and his friend Todd. It also is fantastic. Sound engineer. It's fantastic. And we just love that. <laughs> um, so we were supposed to record in February, um, which is why our episode <laughs> centers around. We're calling it Love Lingers. We're it's March. Gonna do some, <laughs> some love type stories. We still are, but yes, it's now the Ides of March. And we had something here called Snowmageddon in Texas that never happens. We were all like, yay, oh my God, we really want some snow. And we had a blizzard instead. And then, yes, and all our power <laughs> went off and people died and it, it was, was horrible. awful. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, that's why we had a little bit of a delay. So last episode, if you'll recall, our stories kind of focused on prostitutes ended up being the common theme there. Hookers. So hookers. Yeah. So last hookers episode. Hookers need love too. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. So that kind of goes along with that too. Um, as always, thank you for listening. We saw we have some new listeners from Slovenia and Panama. <laughs> Panama. So we greatly appreciate that and hope you keep listening. Um, we made a little store on Redbubble. It's normal paranorm. So you can get some little stickers and t-shirts and such there if you so choose to. So let's get going. Um, later today, Denise and I are going on our first investigation. So we're quite excited. We're quite nervous. Mm -hmm. We will report back to you guys in the next episode, provided we survive and don't get spirited <laughs> away because <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. In a portal somewhere. <laughs> Of course, we're doing it during the day because you know we're that's day the rule. Day hunters, hashtag that's it. That's what we do. No nighttime. Nope. So uh, you may have looked at, I put up a little video because that's where we got the idea. Our friend was out of town and her pet sitter was summoned to the place because the uh, security cam caught a man's voice. Inside and the house. Inside the house. Definitely inside the house. No one was there. No one was near the house. They had the police come. They searched the house. No one had been there. Um, so we're going to play that for you in just a second. And if you listen between the dog barkings, you will hear what we're talking about. So, yeah. Terrifying. Creepy stuff. Yeah, creepy stuff. So Time for me to move. She's caught orbs as well on her camera. That's what started it. And we're going to go try to figure out what in the world would decide to uh, mock her dogs like that and hopefully help her not have that happen again. Already on the wrong footing if you're you know, messing with animals. Yeah. So, who does that? Yeah. Not, not cool. So she has a story. Everybody mm -hmm. has a story. And we're going to focus on loosely relating ours to love since this was supposed to be our Valentine's episode. Um, but just like our curriculum, we don't really do love stories. No. We do have prostitutes in our stories. We do. We do have adultery. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to focus on a cemetery to start off with. <clears throat> and it may be weird, but we actually have a favorite cemetery, doesn't everybody? And ours is called Founders Cemetery here in Arlington. Um, I actually heard about it from a news story I saw on CBS when I was looking for places that we could hunt around here. And I'm going to play that for you in a little bit, the sounds that they got. But it's strange. It's the founders of Arlington. So all of the streets around here, you see those names. 
And it, it has two parts. It has a somewhat newer part that the sun shines down on. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, you're just very peacefully walking around. Um, you get very positive things show up on the EVP app. Historical even. Historical things. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually kind of pleasant and helpful. <laughs> Answers our questions very nicely. Um, and Janice has a positive story. And again, English teachers, so this relates to that. Yes, so um, I was teaching Shakespeare at the time with my students, and um, I don't believe I even said that out loud. <laughs> I know for a fact I did not say that out loud because Shakespeare has nothing to do with us walking around the cemetery. So um, I know I was thinking it, and I was thinking about stuff as we were walking around like we always do, and my EVP app started just you know, spouting off these um, interesting things that after a while I realized were all related and I found that so odd. So the first word I got was um, palace and then I got cousin and then village and then script and then Henry and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> interesting. So you want to talk about Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. Thank you, <clears throat> whoever you are. <laughs> former teachers buried there. Um, so that was, you know, positive. It was helpful. It was responsive. And then we went into the older part. And I swear, the temperature dropped. It's dark. Even when the sun is shining, it is dark there. It is a dark corner. The, the graves are more spread out and dilapidated. There's even like this shrine that's always there. Those little prayer candles, there were like 50 piled up next to this grave. And I think it was a baby's grave. So just, you know, so much sadness, but somebody's keeping it up and somebody's going there and lighting these candles. And there's like these weird wind chimes hanging there. And um, it's just, it's just so creepy. I was touched there. And then of course we left. And then the app just changes. It starts to say, you know, go away. <laughs> yeah, it goes dark yeah. really yeah, fast. Yeah, like get there. out. And feeling a temperature change, first of all. I'm not Ugh. sure if any of you have actually been to Founders Cemetery or if you ever come to Texas, you actually want to go there. But, I mean, it's... I think we did this um, EVP session back when it was hot. Like, hot outside. So, feeling the temperature change when it's already hot outside, yeah. that is that is something. Yeah, we don't get any kind of breeze. Mm -hmm. It's 100 plus... The entire summer here, <laughs> you get a hot wind, but there's no touch of any sort of chill. So if you feel that, something's going on. Yeah. So I do want to play for you guys the EVPs that the CBS people got when they went to visit there. So yeah, they interacted with a child spirit who pretty much wanted them to play with them. So luckily we did not have that no. happen to us or we got out of there as quickly as we could. And of course they were there at night. We were not. Absolutely not. So <laughs> yeah. And then we checked out another cemetery in the area. Yes. So we went to Johnson Cemetery, which I've, I've heard about the cemetery and I kind of knew where it was, but for some reason I didn't connect the fact that it was on Cooper and it's always been off Cooper. I just look to the right and I keep on driving. One of the founders. <laughs> so we go to that cemetery and we're just walking around during the day mm -hmm. and it's already overcast. 
And so we're just walking around and we start from the side of the front of the cemetery all the way loop around to the back. And we're already starting to get a really creepy feeling because I wanted to go and see um, the slaves that were buried there. Because like all cemeteries, especially in the South, there is a section of slaves always. They're just not always marked. Okay. And this one touts itself as the first integrated cemetery. Yes, because um, people were allowed to be buried there that you know were not white. So slaves were um, buried there, and their family members were buried there, and so were uh, so were like some of the plantation owners and their families. So everyone was just buried in the cemetery. So we're walking around trying to get readings from the slaves to hear what they have to say about how they were treated and what happened and everything like that. And we're just walking, walking, walking. We get back towards the front of the cemetery, or at least the middle, maybe. And I'm saying, I saw a name on um, a gravestone. And what we heard after was astonishing. So listen to this. After Janice says the name, listen to that. That red part was anger. Yeah. cool last name, Boatwright. Yeah. Months. So yeah, that's one of our most compelling EVPs that we've ever picked up. Aren't you guys proud of us? <laughs> so um, yeah, that was, and we didn't hear it when we were there. That was on playback that we noticed that. Mm -hmm. And how does this all do with love? And people don't think, well, you know, why are cemeteries haunted? Why would anybody haunt a cemetery? I don't know. But it seems like they want to be remembered. I mean... It's familial. You know, the whole point of that. After a while, you just want to be near family members and loved ones. And, and people go to cemeteries not with their anger and everything. They go there with their love and grief and remembrance. You know, so all that's there at a cemetery. You just don't have just anger. No one... Yeah, they just want know. to check in. I'm okay. You know, remember me, but I'm okay. All right, and so we move to an actual park. So I'm sure those of you that live in the area may know about Veterans Park, really big park. Um, it's changed a lot over the last decade or two, um, but this is a secondhand, this is a secondhand account, and I heard this story from someone else. So um, <clears throat> there was a story about a couple, an old couple, that um, likes to sit and hang around Veterans Park. And it's usually in the evening time, so when the sun's setting and things like that. And so it's, it's not super light outside. So obviously I didn't see them because I only day hunt. So <laughs> this girl was doing her daily walk around the park. And by daily, I mean in the evening time. So the sun was setting and she was just walking. And at first she just saw an older woman sitting on a park bench. And she was kind of far away. So she just thought, oh, well, that's sweet. She's just sitting there, just resting or whatever. She keeps on walking and she does her rounds and she's on her like second lap or so when she's coming around. She's like, oh, well, her husband must have met her because there's an, there's an older man sitting next to her on the bench. And so she's like, oh, that's cute. And so she's walking. She's like on her third lap around the park. And now, you know, they're gone. Now, first of all, this old couple didn't seem like the kind of couple that could just get up and run off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't so far away that she couldn't at least see them in her eyeline as she was doing a lap around the park um, where she was going. So the fact that they just all of a sudden 
to her disappeared was kind of odd. And so, but other people online, if you can find it, they have stories about the same couple in Veterans Park sitting on the park bench and just, you know, holding hands and then just disappearing. And no one can really make sense of it, but I thought it was a sweet story. It is sweet. They have a meetup. Yes, they have a place where they meet up. (laughs) So along those lines of meeting up, visiting, um, and I've probably talked about this before, but um, my grandparents were Irish and we would have wakes whenever someone passed and my grandparents were laid out in their own home for the three days that you would have, um, what's it called, visitation, Mm -hmm. where people would come visit. I thought everybody did that, but I don't think they do. Um, So we would spend the night there with their bodies um, for those three days. Obviously as kids that made it quite difficult to sleep Um, So you're laying there trying to sleep and you're aware other people are asleep and you hear rattling around in the kitchen just as though your grandmother's in there preparing some food. So you close your eyes, tell yourself it's your imagination. But it's weird to me. There's like this three-day time span. So yes, there's three days for a wake. But even when someone wasn't laid out in the home, it seems like we would still have visits in that three-day time span. It's like there's some kind of travel time. I don't know what happens when you pass, but there's like this three-day window um, that's happened to a number of people. So one time, one of my aunts, her name was Aunt Heshey, but she was Irish, so they all had nicknames for some reason. I think her name was actually Margaret. (laughs) But we all called her Aunt Heshey. Um, And she apparently visited some of her small grandchildren And we know that because the kids woke up screaming (laughs) bloody murder in the middle of the night. Grandma's in the closet! Grandma's in the closet! Uh, So she unintentionally terrified her grandkids. Um, But she just wanted that last visit to say, I'm okay. Sometimes it's in the form of a smell. My mother was awakened by the smell of cigar smoke when her father passed away. So it's just interesting to me in that three day time span, there seems to be this window that's open. Um, And I could be wrong about that, but uh, I've known a lot of uh, stories of people just kind of appearing, maybe in your dreams, maybe as you're falling asleep, just to say, I'm okay. And I'm just checking on you. Yes. And like, just to add on to that before we move on to the next thing, it's like that happens to me often, like even this morning as I was waking up and I'm positive I was awake because I was looking at my phone and everything and I put my phone down and I heard my name just shouted again today. Oh my gosh. And so I opened my eyes and I'm so used to it at this point that I just simply opened my eyes and, and this was just laying there for a while. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I just went back to sleep. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know, but it's always, yeah, it's always a female's voice. Um, sometimes it's a male voice, so I can't say always, but um, most of the time it's a female voice. And it, it's just my name, nothing else, just my name. And then, you know, I pay attention to it, I look around, and then I just uh, go back to doing whatever I was doing. In this case, I was just still in bed. Just Hopefully resting. it's a garden angel or spirit guide saying they're going to come with us today yes. to help us. Yes, it never really scares me. It's just like, 
sometimes your attention. yeah it's just getting my attention sometimes it'll be soft and sometimes it'll be urgent I think it depends on how sleepy you are. Yeah. Like, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Like, hello, we got things to do. <laughs> oh, so. I do have another story before before the one you're about to tell um, about family members making themselves known. Uh, my brother-in-law passed not not too long ago. It's been a few years now. Um, but we had he loved the Dallas Cowboys, and we would go to the games, and they have these little pins that they sell. It's a star, and they light up. So we had had that pin forever. It was dead. There's no way it was still alive. The battery was dead because they light up and then, you know, that's they're not made to last forever. But it was a magnet, so I had it on the fridge and it hadn't lit up in forever. But when he passed, I came downstairs and that stinking Dallas Cowboys pin was just flash, 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 flash. And you have to physically turn it. And again, the battery was dead. So I was like, okay. And I just immediately thought it was him. And my stepmom passed, there goes that pin. One of my aunts passed, there it goes. And it would be like a year in between. There's no way that battery was still, it was like corroded. So that to me just became kind of the signal that, you know, I'm here, I'm okay. Um, and, you know, speaking of my brother-in-law, he was kind of a jokester. And I know he likes to check in on my husband because they were very close. And, um, I feel like grief kind of opens those doors. And I think that's kind of what's happening when we're going to investigate today. But um, in my restroom upstairs, or in the master bathroom, um, things started going missing that were right in front of me. And I know I'm getting older. My brain doesn't work as well. Um, but <laughs> Not that old. My, yeah, my, my tweezers were always in the same place. Um, and I, I searched my entire drawer, and I was like, I can't find my stinking tweezers. So I interrogated both of my teenage daughters. We don't have your tweezers. <laughs> and then I walked back in, and boom, right there in the middle of the counter. I was like, really? And then my earrings are always in the same place. I haven't even been wearing them that much. So I go to look for them, and they're huge. And one is missing, just completely gone. I looked everywhere, and I'm good at finding things. That's, that's what I do around here. But again, walk back in. Boom, it's sitting right there. I'm like, okay. And I just feel like that's him just kind of messing with me and, again, letting me know, you know, I'm here. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still joking around with you, um, but it's okay. I'm not even sure how well that would work with me because after a while, I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> just take my out of care. Just take my out of care. I'm late. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. I have to leave, so do what you will. <laughs> but, um... And that takes us to one of our friends. Um, she was telling me a story one day at school, and uh, she has a teenage son. And you know, um, her husband was out. I'm not sure if she said he was at work or out of town. Yeah, for he, work, he was like not that. in the house. That's for sure. So it was just her and her son, and um, she, you know, got in bed behind her son and was just like rubbing his back or whatever. You know, just that mom and son time. And I think. I'm not sure she was said she was telling him about um, if, if everything being okay or just soothing him, whatever he was going through that day or whatever. And out of the blue, she just felt someone pat her back and touch her back, almost how she was touching her son's back. And she just turned around and looked behind her just to see if anyone was back there. But she knows for a fact her husband was not at home. No one was home except for her and her son and so it was just it just 
threw her off. She didn't know. But she wasn't scared. She wasn't she scared. She did feel comforted. I mean, she immediately understood that it was a comforting message. Yeah. So that's a very sweet. It didn't scare Love her. Love type sweet. story. What have we learned? <laughs> well, I would say that when people pass, they don't forget us. They, they check in on us. They can watch over us. And I find that incredibly comforting. And I think people, of course, want to be remembered. Um, even if you're a founder and you've been dead for hundreds and hundreds of years, you, you want that legacy to not disappear. And, of course, love remains. You can't... Love doesn't die. It remains. Absolutely. Um, we will be, once again... Um, updating you on the results of our first official investigation Woo! at someone's home. Oh, pray for us. Yes, pray for <laughs> us. We, we really hope it goes well. We have no, we have some idea what we're doing, but not really. We are not professional we were am- ghost investigators. Yeah, we are complete amateurs. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. Um, but don't forget to follow us, um, Normal Paranormal 817 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can message or email us. Um, anchor.fm backslash school spirits um, buy some stickers or a fun mug or t-shirt Su- support us please on Redbubble and um, remember that one's normal paranorm that's our store on Redbubble yes and uh, as always stay where you are, are or go to the light but you can't come with us <laughs> 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 <laughs>